CBS Radio Mystery Theater presents... Deceiver, thou precious liar. Without thee, how could one ever bear the past? Poetry aside, isn't it memory that gets us off the hook? After all, we don't lie. It's our memory that takes certain liberties with the truth. Who among us is brave enough to want to remember the past exactly the way it happened? Morning, Lydia. How can I help you? You know that robbery last night, Sheriff? $50,000 was taken? Yeah. Well, I've come here to make a confession. I did it. Oh, come on, Lydia. It's too early in the day for jokes. I was the one who robbed the safe, Sheriff. Lydia Prentice, are you crazy? You? You a safe cracker? Right here in this bag, Sheriff, the money. $50,000. Count it. Our mystery drama, Killer's Appointment, was written especially for the Mystery Theater by Sam Dan and stars Marion Seldes. It is sponsored in part by Buick Motor Division and Anheuser-Busch Incorporated, Brewers of Budweiser. I'll be back shortly with Act One. it is said, gives a woman full stature. And if that's true, some women must be ten feet tall. They are the women for whom love is all. Love is enough. Love is both the meaning and the purpose of existence. How marvelous to be able to love like that. How wonderful and how terrible. Twenty years ago, 19-year-old Lydia Prentice was sitting in her mother's kitchen. How do I love thee? Let me count the ways. Lydia, you'll be late for work. I love thee with the breath, smiles, tears of all my life. It isn't as if Herb is making enough to support and the two God of you. And if God choose, I shall but love thee better after death. Uh, there's no point in talking to you. I'm sorry, Mama. What were you saying? Honestly, Lydia, you can be so provoking sometimes. Now, a body is trying to talk sense to you, and you sit there mumbling that silly poetry. is isn't silly poetry, Mama. It's a prayer, and I say it every morning. A prayer? Yes, Mama. I say it because that's just the way I feel about Herbert. As if the poet who wrote it was looking into my own heart and my soul. Oh, my little girl that never grew up. I am grown up, Mama. I'm 19, and I'm going to be married tomorrow. You live in a a fantasy world. (laughs) Honestly, Mama, I don't know what you're talking about. Of course you don't, but I know. I know in my heart that I haven't prepared you for marriage. 
You haven't been like a lot of mothers in this town. You did tell me the facts of life. Those aren't the facts of life, honey. That only has to do with nature and such, but there are real facts of life. Like what? Oh, like... Like money. Oh, I don't care about money. And neither does Herbert. Oh, that's only true at 19. You'll be 30, 40, 50, and maybe then you won't care about anything else. Oh, darling, life is more than poetry, more than beautiful flowers. Life is pain and disappointment. The world is a cruel place. Not my world. My world will be Herbert and me, and our children, our folks, and our friends. Oh, Mama, it will be glorious. You'll see. Oh, I... I hope so. Herb and I are satisfied with just each other. And books and music. Are you sure Herbert will be satisfied with that? Mama, Herbert chose me. He could have had Carolyn Jordan. Now, darling, you don't know that for a fact. Oh, the whole town knows it. She had her cap set for him. Not just her cap. That mansion on the hill, that sports car. All right, all right. Maybe you're right. I am right. That's why I say my prayer to love every morning. And that's why I'm so thankful. I know it doesn't happen to everyone. Not every girl gets a man like her. I guess not. Oh, now, who do you suppose this can be? Hello? Is that you, Jenny? Yes. Didn't recognize your voice. This is Tom Garrity. Oh, good morning, Tom. Is that the sheriff? Is, um... Is uh, Lydia still there? What's he calling us for? Uh, do you want to talk to him? Yeah. Uh, no. No. Uh, uh, Jenny. What does he want? Oh, well, what is it, Tom? I guess it's better if you tell her. Tell her what? Herb. Herb Larson. Yes? Well, we're holding him here. Uh, where? In the jail. What for? Robbery. Assault. Are you... You, you can't be serious. Mama, what is it? I'm afraid it's very serious. He stole $50,000. Almost killed old Jerry Koopman. Oh, but, but Herb could never do a thing like that. What could Herb never do? Well, seeing as how he and Lydia were scheduled to get married tomorrow, I, uh, I think she ought to know about it. Don't you? Oh, uh, yes. Goodbye, Jenny. You, uh, you better tell her. Yes, I'll... Tell me what, Mama? Tell me what? No, Sheriff. No! Sorry, Lydia. Who else but Herb would have known there was that much money in the safe last night? Please, Sheriff. Herb's the only one who knew the combination of the safe. Herb didn't do it. I know he didn't. Herb spends a lot of time there nights going over the books. So he knew that at 10 o'clock regular, Jerry Koopman, the night watchman, has himself a sandwich in the utility room. But you can't prove that. So Herb was able to sneak up behind him, hit Jerry on the head, and make it look like a professional job. Sheriff, it's just a mistake. I know, Herb, it's a mistake. It's a mistake, all right. Evidently, Herb didn't know that the money had all been registered. Every one of them bills is recorded. That money is going to be too hot to spend. Oh, Sheriff, Herb is innocent. I tell you, Herb is innocent. Well, I didn't expect you to say anything else. But just between you and me and off the record, you've got to get him to confess. Confess to a crime he didn't commit? 
If he confesses and tells us where he hid the money, we could maybe be talking in terms of three to five, five to seven. Yeah, five, five to seven what? Years, years in jail. Seven years in jail? What are you getting so excited about? I don't want to hear another word. Do I have the right to see him? Why, Herb? Why? Oh, my poor darling. What are they trying to do? That doesn't matter. It's what it will do to you. Well, we'll fight it. It isn't any use. Everyone is convinced I'm guilty. Well, I don't care about everyone. I believe in truth and I believe in justice. Oh, Lydia. It happened to us now, the, the day before we'll we... will be married. I promise you. It's no use, Lydia. You'll not go to jail. I don't care how many voices are raised against you. One voice will be raised for you, and that's the only voice that counts. The voice of God. Lydia, don't. Don't what? Don't believe it? Well, I do believe it. God isn't just something to talk about. He is here. He is with us all the time. Let's pray to him. He'll not let an innocent man go to jail. Lydia. He will not let an innocent man be branded a common criminal. Just don't say anything for a minute and just listen. I... I'm not an innocent man. (sighs) Last night I... I stayed late at the plant. I know, darling. Please don't say anything. Please. It was ten o'clock. I closed the ledger. I walked out of my office past the utility room. The door was open. He, he was sitting at the table. Old Jerry, his back toward me, eating a sandwich. That Polish sausage, that kielbasa, smelled so good. I... I, uh... Herb. I said to him how... Uh, how about give me a hunk of that? But he kept on eating. He didn't even turn around to see. And I remembered how deaf he was. You know, his walking stick, you know, that heavy one. It was lying on the floor behind his chair. I picked, picked it up and I'm, I, I brought it down on his head. And he just slipped out of his chair on the floor, you see. Then I walked down to the hall into Mr. Jordan's office and I, I opened the safe. You didn't. You didn't. And I took out the fifty thousand dollars. I have to say the rest. I. I hid the money in. You know the old elm tree near the lane to the lake where, where, where we carved our initials. Why? Why? I don't know. Well, there must be a reason. I don't know. So. Something made me do it. Some, something deep down inside me. Something I never dreamed existed. No, Herb. What you're telling me now, it can't be true. You don't want it to be true, Lydia. I don't want it to be true either, but I did it. Without thinking, I knew I was going to do it. I didn't try to stop myself. It, it was as if I was standing outside my own body watching a, a stranger commit that crime, and I didn't try to stop him either. Herb, you're not well. This monstrous accusation has made you ill. Why? Why don't I stop lying to you and lying to myself? I wanted to do it for a long time. Don't say that. Maybe I'm... 
Maybe I'm just sick of just being a, a bookkeeper, a nobody. You're not a nobody. Suddenly I... I wanted money. I wanted it so bad. I... I was willing to risk anything. Everything. And I did. Oh, Herb. It was a... It was a fit of madness, I guess. Now it's gone. I... I, I see now what I've just thrown away. I've destroyed my whole life. For what? Something I don't want. I... I don't want that money. I... I want us to be married. I... I want to have a job, a home. Children. Uh, that... That's all I want. What did I do? Listen to me. Listen. You'll have those things. You and I. We'll have them together. Oh, please, Letty. You're the most wonderful woman in the whole world, but it's over. I'm guilty. No, you're not. If you think about it carefully, you're not guilty. I'm the one that almost killed Jerry Cooper. No, you're not the one. I opened the safe. I stole the money. No, you didn't. Someone else did. Someone... Someone... Someone else? Who? Who? Me. Lydia? Our shy, ethereal Lydia? Our young, idealistic Lydia? She hit old Jerry Coopin over the head? She stole the money from the safe? How? It's true that still waters run deep. However, this seems to be a stream that has no bottom. But it does have a second act. And I'll bring it here in just a few moments. Things are not always what they seem. Dross may be passed off as purest gold. Indeed, it frequently is. The sweet may be only a thin patina that is laid over the bitter. Indeed, sometimes, misfortune even turns out to be a blessing in disguise. How do you figure Lydia Prentice? You? (laughs) How can you say you robbed the safe? Because I did it. Oh, Lydia, please don't. Don't you fail me. You're all I have left. Don't. Don't let this destroy you. You must listen. No, 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 no. Not when you say you bludgeoned old Jerry and you robbed the safe because... Because... Because why? I'm not crazy. I did it. Ed, I'll confess. I'll go to jail. What have I done to you? You must not be convicted. There's no way you can prevent that. I'm showing you a way. I don't understand. I will confess. But you didn't do it. Ed, I did it. Crazy. Look, can we consider the facts? You're convicted. You go to jail. Three years, five years, whatever. You're branded. You're a criminal. And it follows you for the rest of your life. Lydia, you... mustn't interrupt me. Now, you have a skill. It concerns figures. The handling of money. It's what you do best. It's the career you want. Lydia, what are you saying? Just a few more words and I'm finished. You'll come out of jail. And they'll say that you've paid your debt to society. But we know that isn't true. Who will ever give you a job handling money again? No one. Please don't say any more. You'll still be in your 20s. And your life, your active, productive business life will be over. But this way. Which way? The sensible way. I go to jail. It doesn't matter to me. 
All I want to do is be your wife. I, I can't let you take the blame for what I did. I want to. I'm your Lydia. Your Lydia. You and I are in love. We're like one. And if you did this thing, then I did it too. I won't even talk about it. You say you don't know what came over you. Why you did it. Herb, you did it for me. You wanted to make our life together easier. Now, which one of us should take the blame? Which one can afford it? I can. A few years in jail won't ruin my life. Lydia... Oh, Herb, don't be foolish. You're... You're serious. You... You mean it. But, Lydia... Oh, let me do it. I... I thought I knew about love. But I stand here looking at your face. The light shining in your eyes. Two years, three years. They'll go by before we know it. And we'll be together again. You'll still have a good job, an opportunity for a career. And everyone will soon forget about me. No, I... I, I, I can't. I can't let you do it. Well, that means you don't love me. How can you say that? Love is more than giving. It's also taking. And if you don't take this from me, it means you just don't love me enough. Don't say any more, please. We have to do it this way. There's no choice. What kind of a fool to take me for? I'm guilty, Sheriff. What are you trying to do? Oh, poor Herb. He wanted to take the blame, but I just can't let him. In the first place, only Herb knew the money was in the safe. I knew. He told me. Only Herb would know the combination. I knew. Herb told me. Why would he tell you a thing like that? He's in love with me. I could make him tell me anything. Oh, it took a while to worm all the information out of him. But I learned everything I had to about old Jerry and his late-night lunch hour. Sure enough, Jerry was busy eating, and I hit him over the head. You hit him over the head, huh? Yes. Tell me, Lydia, what did you hit him with? His own walking stick. That heavy wooden cane that he carries. It was lying on the floor behind him, and I picked it up, and... Oh. Really paying attention to me now, aren't you, Sheriff? Oh, Lydia, I, I... I can't believe it. The walking stick? You found blood on it. Well, how would I know that that walking stick was there if, if I hadn't used it? Uh, Lydia, I know you since you was a little baby. I... I just won't believe you would commit... And if I wasn't the one, Sheriff, how would I know where the money is? Oh, Lydia, I, I shouldn't have let you do it. It had to be this way, Herb. Look, I'll, I'll go to the judge. I'll, I'll confess everything. Shh, don't talk so loud. But Lydia, don't weaken now. For three years without them you, go by. There'll, there'll be no living for me until we're together again. Write to me, Herb. Keep writing to me. I promise every day. And, and I'll see you again next week. Visit and hours are over. So soon. So soon. Oh, Herb, darling. All right, keep apart. You know you ain't supposed to touch. Let's say goodbye. Goodbye, Lydia. Goodbye. Goodbye, Herb. Now, through there, mister. Change your pass to the guard at the door. Yes, ma'am. Goodbye, Herb. Goodbye. Okay, sister. 
He could have let us guess goodbye. And you know the rules. I know all the other guards will break them. Oh, look, I'm doing you a favor. Why don't you forget him? He's a punk. You, you may be a prison guard and I be less than dirt under your feet, but don't you dare say... Oh, <laughs> shut up, will you? You took the rap for him, didn't you? I hear what's going on. You couldn't prove it. Why would I want to? But he's a punk for letting you do it. We love each other. Ah, oh, ditch that guy. He's bad news. Do it before he gives you the gate. What do you want? You didn't give me my mail today. How could I give you your mail when you didn't get me? That's impossible. I get a letter from... from him every day. Yeah? Ah, maybe he's got writer's cramp. Now what do you want? You know what day this is? I got a calendar. It's Sunday. You know what time it is? It's half past one. Well, it's visiting hours. I know it's visiting hours. Well, aren't you going to take me down to... What for? You don't have a visitor. Well, of course I have a visitor. My, my fiancé. He comes to see me every Sunday. Yeah. Well, maybe he found himself a girlfriend. Oh, please, don't say that. Why not? You're no use to him. Please. Please. Oh, something... Something maybe. Something's wrong. You can say that again. I mean, maybe... Yes, that's it. Maybe he's sick. Oh, poor Herb. There'll be no one to look after him. Ain't that a shame? Please. Please don't make fun of me. I don't know what I'm going to do. Hey. Hey, you okay? Let me alone, please. You got a visitor. What? I said you got a visitor. I told you he didn't forget me. Oh, he loves me. He's here. Listen to me. He loves me. Why didn't you tell me he was here? I don't even need makeup on. Some lipstick. Where's oh, the... for crying out loud. I didn't say he was here. It's your old lady. I, I didn't know what to do. Someone had to tell you. Yes, Mama. I... I know he promised to wait for you, but well, you really couldn't expect him to. No. Uh, darling, uh, please, he... Well, he, he's been going with her for almost a year. Ever since you... Ever since... Has he? She's rich. Her father owns the plant. It's, it's a golden opportunity. It would seem to be. But what did you expect? You, you did something crazy. I see that now. It was crazy. How could you do it? I'm sorry, Mama. I... Oh, well, do, do, do you need anything? No, Mama. Well, I, I, I'll try to get up here again. Real soon. Thank you, Mama. Through that door, hand your pass to the guard, please. Good, good Goodbye, Lydia. I'm sorry. I'm going to kill him. Yeah, I guess you would if you could get to him tonight. But you're lucky. You still got two years to go. You'll, you'll cool off. I'm going to kill him. It ain't worth it. You knock him off, it's a minimum of at least 10, 15 more years here. It ain't worth it. It is to me. I'm going to kill him. <laughs> 
What's the matter? I... I... I don't feel well. Yeah, but where? It's my head, and I want to see a doctor. Oh, okay, okay. Out of bed. Look, I'll, I'll take you to the dispensary. No, I, wait. I can't seem to walk. Could you hold out your hand for me? Oh, all right. to see me? Well, you're supposed to be in, in uh, jail. Yes. Well, that was my mistake. You are supposed to be in jail. What are you talking about? Oh, I understand. Now, we're at that point. What am I talking about? You've rewritten some history, haven't you? Oh. Lydia, fate does crazy things. We can't predict our actions. Yes, we can. I can predict mine. I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to kill you. What? Lydia, that gun. This gun? Oh, very cheap, badly made. Lydia, you you can't kill me. You... You love me. I did love you, Herb. How I loved you. No one will ever love anyone the way I loved you. And perhaps no one should. Love can be too strong, too terrible, too all-consuming. I... I can't help it, Lydia. I just fell out of love with you, that's all. That's all? I'm telling you the truth. Bye, Herbert. Hold on, Herbert. Hold on. Oh. Uh, oh. Let go of that gun, Lydia. Let no, go. I'm going to kill him. Lydia, let go of that gun. I missed him. My first shot missed him. I'm going to kill him. No, Lydia, no. Uh. You're going to stay and stay and behave, or do I have to put the handcuffs on you? <laughs> Why didn't you let me kill him, Sheriff? Why? Just be thankful I stopped you. <laughs> the they called me from the penitentiary. They figured you'd be headed this way. I'm going to kill him, Sheriff. Lydia, you talk like that, and you'll never get out of jail. <laughs> I'm sorry I hurt you. <laughs> Listen, you ain't nearly as sorry as you're gonna be. Well, I suppose you do have the right to make it tough on me. Oh, not as tough as you're about to make it on yourself. Oh, let me see. Your original sentence was three out of six. Now that goes up to the full six now. You got seven for assault, another seven for escape, so... Uh, tonight's little caper just lost you the best years of your life. You could have been out when you were 22. Instead, you stay here till you're 39. At least. It doesn't matter. Whenever I get out, I'm going to kill him. Sure. I don't care how long it takes. But I'm going to kill him. I promise you. I'm going to kill him. <laughs> Promises, promises. But if you analyze what we've had so far, you'll see that this is a story that's based on broken promises. Meanwhile, here Lydia is back in jail, 
for what appears to be a very long time. Well, in a very short time, I promise to be back here with the third act. And that's a promise you know I'll keep. Between 19 and 39, perhaps the most crucial 20-year period in anyone's life, the transition from youth to maturity, two fantastic decades of infinite possibilities. Well, not for everyone, certainly not for Lydia Prentice. Lydia Prentice is spending those 20 years in prison. Lydia Prentice with a raven black hair. There are little strands of gray here and there by now. And uh, there's a line or two, oh, still very faint, near the eyes, the mouth. Twenty years. A lifetime. And yet, she has kept busy. In a way, she has compiled a scrapbook, painstakingly, over the years. Mail call. Here's that hometown paper of yours. Thank you, Agnes. <laughs> Got another picture of him in it. He don't change a bit, does he? Yeah, I see. He's been named president of the plant. Herbert Larson, new president and chief executive officer of Jordan Industries. Good. Good? Why is it good? Shouldn't you be rooting for him to fall on his face? No, I want him to succeed. Uh, well, I gave up trying to figure you out a long time ago. No picture this time, just a story. Mr. and Mrs. Herbert Larson returned from round-the-world tour. <laughs> a shame the boat didn't sink. I hope he had a wonderful time. I hope he's happy. Happy beyond his wildest dreams. <laughs> you know, you're kind of peculiar. That takes all kinds. Why do you want him to be happy? Why? Isn't it obvious? Not to me. Look at him. His career is flourishing. There's even talk of him running for the Senate. He's madly in love with his wife, a beautiful, wealthy woman. Charming children. He still has his looks, his youth, everything to live for. And I am going to take it away from him. Yeah. How? I am going to kill him. Oh, yes. His cup will be running over. You'll have everything. And then he'll have nothing. Now, Lydia, listen. It's a bad thought. Get rid of it. Get rid of it? What do you think keeps me alive? Oh, come in, Lydia. Sit down. Thank you, Borden. Oh, come on, old pals like us. You can still call me Agnes. That's been a lot of water under the bridge. Since you was a new fish in this joint and I was a wet-behind-the-ears guard. Exactly 20 years ago. Tomorrow. Yeah. I'm gonna miss you, Lydia. Let's face it. What you get in the jail is mostly riffraff. But, <laughs> I don't know. You, you're a lady. Will you try to hide it? You're one, too. Ah. Well, now what are you gonna do? You know what I'm going to do. 
kill him. Oh, talk sense. This is sense for me. But it's been 20 years. What do you think has sustained me all this time? What's kept me sane? They'll only send you back here. I know. You'll throw your whole life away. Oh, I threw my life away a long time ago. Now, listen. You kept your looks. More. When you came here, you're only a pretty girl. Now, you're a, you're a beautiful woman. It's not too late for you. I'm not interested. Oh, come on, be sensible. My brother, he, he's in real tight with the governor. That, that's how I got here behind this desk. Well, I spoke to him about you. Now, things can be arranged. A job, a good job could be found, say, somewhere downstate. With your looks, you could still meet guys. Interesting, important guys. This don't have to be the end of your life. Make it the beginning. I gave him all these things. This ease, this wealth, this pleasure. And I am going to take them away at the very height of his enjoyment. Yeah. Uh, okay. I'll keep your old cell reserved for you. Mr. Herbert Larson, please. I beg your pardon? Oh, are you his secretary? Well, I think you should tell me, because we had an appointment. Yes, my name is Cynthia Powers. I I'm with Fresh Faces magazine. I've come all the way from Los Angeles to interview Mr. Larson. He's where... But you can tell me we're old friends, Mr. Larson and I. Where? Oh, I see Sterling's. Well, I know where that is. Thank you. What'll it be? Ginger ale. You sure? Don't you serve ginger ale? Well, the reason I asked, the gentleman other end of the bar wanted to know if uh, he could buy you a drink. Thank the gentleman. Tell him no. Yeah, say, you, uh, you look familiar. Do I? Yeah. I don't know why. I just can't place you. Well, this world is full of people who look like other people. Look, uh, why don't you let the gentleman buy you a drink? Because as I look at the gentleman from here, there's nothing about him that arouses my interest. He's harmless and... Uh, and... Yes? Well, it's a, it's a real sad story there. Oh, please, go no further. I've heard too many sad stories in my life. Well, uh, the, the gentleman, how, how, how old would you say he is? I'm not sure I care. Well, guess. Sixty. <laughs> You're way off. Seventy. Oh, look at him. Close. His hair's almost white. He's kind of fat. But he ain't nowhere near that old. Man's hardly a day over forty. Well, that's too bad. I mean, what does it cost you? He won't try to pick you up or get fresh or anything. Just give him a nod and smile. You're looking at the richest man in town. <laughs> what kind of a town is this? Rich town. Lots of dough here, and he's got most of it. Well, his wife has, anyway. They own the mill, half the real estate, three-quarters of the banks, you name it, they got it. Of course, she always had it. He, he fell into it. Who? Who is he? Name's Herb Larson. The guy with everything going for him. And he... Well, he just... Uh... He's going to drink himself to death. It's hard to believe. Well, he's got a good constitution. Let him take at least 20 years. 20 years? Oh, who knows? 
He may die sooner than that. Yeah, that's true. You never can tell. He might even die tonight. Are, uh, are, are you going to kill him, Lydia? How do you know my name? I thought you looked familiar. I'm Joe Garrity. <laughs> Sheriff Tom Garrity's boy? Yeah, I was a year behind you in high school. Yeah. Um, how's your father? Oh, he's okay. He, uh... Stopped you from killing Herb that time you broke out of jail. That, uh, that was many years ago. Are you going to call your father now? No. Why not? It's your duty as a citizen. Yeah, I guess so. But you see, Herb gets loaded here regularly. It's, uh, it's like his real home. And he talks to me. And he told me the real story. What real story? Who really robbed that safe? So, as far as I'm concerned, if you want to kill him, you have the right. <laughs> That's a fine way for a sheriff's son to talk. Fact is, when it comes right down to it, I, uh, I, I don't think you'll do it. You believe that? I'll bet on it. Or you'll lose. I'm going to open my purse. Take a look. Yeah, I see it. I still say you won't do it. Watch me. Mr. Larson? Mr. Herbert Larson? Huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's my name. I have something for you. For me? Would you like to see what it is? I'd be delighted. So glad you decided to have a drink with me. You're remarkably... Handsome woman. Thank you. You. You remind me of someone. I seem to have that gift. Seem familiar. She. She'd look like you. Something like you today. Who would? Girl. Girl I loved very deeply. Would her name be Lydia? Yes, that was her name. Lydia. Lydia Prentice? How would you know? I'm Lydia. You're... You're Lydia? Yes. Lydia, you've come back. Yes, Herb, I've come back. Well... I'll, I'll, I'll divorce her. I, I never wanted her money. None of it was any good. She she never loved me. She got tired of me. She keeps me around for show. There are other men. Oh, what a shame. My kids, they have no use for me. Oh, that's too bad. Make a business look of the papers, print articles about what a great guy I am. Everybody knows it's because we own the papers. <laughs> I'm a joke. Joe Gardy, bartender, ask him, he'll tell you. But all these years, I... I had a dream. A dream you'd come back. I could start all over again. That was your dream? Almost 20 years. I dreamed you'd come back. We'd start all over. <laughs> and it's happened. You've come back. Yes, I've come back. To kill you. Lydia. I've come back here to kill you. That's been my dream. For 20 years, I've thought of it 
every moment. Thank you, Lydia, for setting me free. You're doing for me what I don't have the courage to do for myself. I tried it so many times, but I'm a coward. A gun terrifies me, pain frightens me. Can't force myself to take the pill. Shoot me, Lydia. Please. Quickly. Pull the trigger. Hello, Lydia. Hello, Sheriff. I heard you was out of jail. Knowing you, I figured... You figured right. I'm gonna have to try to stop you. I could kill him before you moved a step. Before you reach for your gun. Kill me, Lydia, please. You'd like that, wouldn't you? This little 36 caliber bullet would be so quick. And you'd be out of your misery. You were always the strong one. <laughs> you were the one who knew what had to be done. Kill me. If you love me, kill me. No, Herb, I don't love you. And I'm afraid if you want to die, you'll have to make your own arrangements. But I don't want to live. Well, I'm afraid you'll have to. Sometimes the best way to kill someone is to keep him alive. Sometimes life is actually death. Well, on a more definitive basis, sometimes I leave you, as I do now for a few moments, but I always return. My abuse. ago? Yesterday? Last week? Last year? The further back we go, the more blurred and hazy. And he is brave indeed who truthfully tries to penetrate the mist. Who was guilty? Who was innocent? Who were the heroes and who were the villains? Or were things never really clear-cut? One thing is clear. We are here for your pleasure. Our cast included Marion Seldes, Michael Wager, Bryna Rayburn, and Bill Griffiths. The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown. Radio Mystery Theater was sponsored in part by Contact, the 12-hour cold capsule. This is E.G. Marshall inviting you to return to our mystery theater for another adventure in the macabre. Until next time... Pleasant dreams.